Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to sit for a spell. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Sit First Well Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm James. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Yay. So cute. We don't do anything for Valentine's Day. I don't have a Valentine this year. So this is my second year as a single woman in a long, 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 long time. Um, but we never, I never celebrated Valentine's Day anyway, but I think it's cute. I'd like to see everybody's posts and stories. And yeah. I, I think don't even think I adorable. anything. Who knows? We yeah. used to when we were like young. <laughs> <laughs> we've, and we've been together for so long. Yeah, we've like, been together a long time. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day just yeah. because we don't. We stopped. Especially now that you're going to have a baby. Yeah. The holidays become less about each other. Yeah. More about the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll celebrate when we have. Which is cute. Dude. Yeah. Easter Thank becomes you. fun again. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July. I was thinking less about, about like Easter. Drinking. Because he'll be like out. Mm-hmm. Of my body. <laughs> Easter's not my Easter. birthday this year. Oh. April 4th. That's cute. That's um, cute. I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if we're going to do anything. Probably not. Usually we do like a big family thing. We won't be doing that for sure. Yeah. But um, most of my family, oh, most of my family will be vaccinated by then. Woohoo. I got my, va- my first dose. So exciting. Um, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm it's I cried after <laughs> it's exciting yeah so I'm weird they just they open it up to educators and mm-hmm. I work in school so we were part of that I'm not a teacher but I'm a I'm in the classroom yeah so in her that, district in my district yeah it's my all district I like I have no means to get the vaccine yet yeah <laughs> like it's so crazy how it's so individual mm-hmm. to yeah. county to district to like mm-hmm. well california is humongous anyway yes california is Massive. we have like 10 percent of the whole population of the country or something like that yeah um but yeah it's the governor's leaving it up to the counties and the counties are even mm-hmm. smaller leaving it up to even smaller groups so yeah, yeah. I was able to go. It was, um, it took, so my appointment was at four and I had to go to like a big hospital that was maybe like 45 minutes away. So I went there. Um, I got there like at four, like right, like right at my appointment time. And there was a huge line, like humongous, like Jess and I and our friends, we go to Comic-Con every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I I sent our group a picture, and I was like, Comic Con has prepared me for this. Like, I'm we're used to standing in line. Like, it's what we do. Yeah, it was so funny because if you've ever been to Comic Con, they even have these like big tents that you stand under. Yeah, and there was these tents, and they had you. It was like different shoots, and they let people in. You know, they rotated the shoots. It was just like Comic Con. It was so funny. That is, so but um. So I got there like at four and so I'd say from the time I got there to the time I got back in my car, it was probably about two and a half hours, but it was super organized. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that was a super site. Yes, it was. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. Um, My husband got his first dose, um, what, two weeks ago now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He gets his next one in a week or less. I think I think you'll have it like ten days. Yeah, he'll get it very soon. Um, but his experience was totally different. Where he went, 
he got there like five minutes before his appointment time. I think he had the shot buyer before his appointment time. There was no lines. Mm-hmm. He just walked in, got it, walked out. Yeah, because when I took my Fast. grandpa, he got his um, like a month ago because he gets his next shot in a couple days. Mm-hmm. So he got his like a month ago. It was like that where his appointment was, say, it was at 11 o'clock. We got there like at 1050 and we were back in the car by like 1105. Like it was yeah. so it was so fast, but it was in a doctor's office. Mm. I was at mm. a super site. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it, I mean, they were vaccinating. There had to be thousands of people there, like That's hundreds, good. if not a thousand people. Excellent. And they were able to go through all that. I know when they do the super sites, they do like 3,000 a day. Yeah. Like I think Disneyland is like 3,500 a day. Yeah. Like when, they, when they're when they open. There had to be at least at least 800 people when I was there. That's good. It was very efficient though. And everyone yeah. was really nice. And um, I felt very safe. They made sure everybody was... Wearing masks and I've been wearing a shield. I've been double masking and wearing a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt very safe even inside when they took you inside to get your vaccine. Mm-hmm. When they had you sit, you have to sit for 15 minutes. Everybody was um, everybody was spread out. They had people yeah, that's around. what he said took the longest is that they made him sit there. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait for 15 minutes after, after. to make sure you don't like have any like convulsions mm-hmm. or something. And then I was able to schedule my second appointment that like right then and there. So that's already that's something he wasn't ready. able to do, but he did get an email recently said that saying that they're going to reach out for the second appointment. Oh, good. Yeah, so that was good. So, I feel, you know, a little better. It's only been like a week since I got it, so I don't have full protection yet i won't until after until a couple weeks after the second dose Mm -hmm. it's nice to know it was nice to see so many people there to get vaccinated oh yeah it was nice to know that there is some protection coming a little bit of normalcy maybe coming soon yeah so i have family members who are um in education and they're gonna go get theirs this week is coming up week so that's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting mine until post-birth. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to get it. I just... There's too much either way. Like, yeah. there's not You're a heavy percentage. Him yeah. That you might as well wait. Well, and even if I wanted to get it, I couldn't. True. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Because they did... in Cal- I don't know if it's nationwide, but in California... They changed the um, 1B qualification. So now 1B includes some chronic illnesses, some mm-hmm. disabilities, and pregnancies. But I'm also a teacher, so I'm also in 1B because of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I was so on 1B anyway. my district is doing vaccinations currently. They were doing 65 and older. Now they're doing 55 and older. So, I mean, I couldn't even get it if yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. I can't, so... Well, the uh, the tears and the oh, the pregnancy one doesn't open up until March fifteenth. Yeah, and you'll probably have probably be then. out by then. Yeah, maybe yeah. the hospital will just give it to me. It's all a little confusing. I think everyone's yeah. and then like you go to Orange County and it's different. Like I have people that I know in Orange County that have been vaccinated for a month mm-hmm. who are in the same you know, tier as we are. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and people in Riverside County who they're not even doing policemen yet. Like it's, I don't know. It's so Riverside different. Riverside County is a whole different weird world though. Yeah. LA County is so different. And like, yeah. my sister lives in Long Beach. So she's like, Long Beach has their own health department. So they're not following LA County, even though they're in LA County. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very strange, but I'm happy to get, my vaccine. Um, I got the Pfizer vaccine. I had very, very mild um, side effects. I had a sore arm for like a day and a half. I got a headache the next day for like literally 20 minutes. And that could have been anything. It could have been totally not Michael related. Michael got a headache the next day too. No, he yeah. had a headache the day of. Yeah. Well, He's I got mine in the morning. evening. So I was able to like go to sleep pretty quickly afterwards. And he like got a his in the morning. Yeah. Um, and he got, had a headache. 
probably towards the evening, but then after yeah. we ate dinner, it went away. Yeah. And then the second day, I was just tired. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, I couldn't get out of bed exhausted, but I just felt like, you know, you just felt tired after like a long day. I felt like that kind of like that all day. Mm. We should get down to it. Speaking of feeling nice. Feeling self-care. nice. Self-care. Good transition. Here we go. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about um, baths, ritual oh. baths or healing baths. I miss a good bath. Baths, it's hard to say for me. I have a list, but I don't know if you guys can hear it over the microphone. Baths. 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 <laughs> baths. <laughs> no, we're just going to say the word. Baths. baths. But um, we're just going to talk a little bit about um, the history of some baths, um, the benefits of bathing, and I mean, like, in a bathtub, like, not, like, taking a shower, like, bathing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kind of how to put together your own ritual bath. Nice. Okay. So, Thanks. here we go. I have a, quite a few sources here, um, kind of because I started... I started looking at this as like a, like a kind of like the Instagram ritual bath type of thing that you see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got onto this website where it talked about um, bath houses, kind of like throughout history. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Mm, so, those were um, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> Parachutehome.com, history.com, villaresorts.com, suitcase travel.com. Balancewithus.com, hydrolive.com, and rockymountainsoap.com. Thanks. Okay. So a ritual bath is unlike a regular bath. A regular bath, you're in there with soap and water. You're cleaning your body. A spiritual, a ritual bath is a spiritual bath. You're cleansing your mind and your spirit. You are using specific ingredients in the bath water to remove blockages, help with pain, um, help with your intentions and your manifestations. So it's a ritual, basically, mm-hmm. instead of just, I'm going to get in this bathtub and clean myself. Yeah. You use a ritual bath to cleanse your chakras, your aura, to help you feel more present, to give you, um, to bring like a positive state of mind. And you can in a ritual bath you can add things like oils herbs crystals all kinds of fun stuff yeah so the bath of course has been a thing probably like since humanity was a thing <laughs> humans used to bathe in like creeks and lakes mm-hmm. and things like that before um plumbing was a thing yep so the oldest known bath was discovered in the early 1900s in Pakistan. And it dates back to 2500 BC. That's really old. Yeah. It, um, It sits on a great mound at a sacred site. And it was, um, kind of the closest thing that this area had to like a temple. Okay. They call it the great bath. And it occupies the highest peak in a 250-acre city. And when I say bath, I don't mean, like, there's a tub, like, sitting at the top of this thing. I mean, like, think of, like, like a, a Roman pool. bath. Like, yeah, there, like, yeah. A, like a shallow rectangular or circular yes. pool. Yes. That can fit, like, a bunch of people. Yeah, could fit, like, 100 people in it. Um, so archaeologists who discovered this, they believe that the bathing and the cleanliness, they associated godliness with that in this ancient civilization. Um, at the same time, around the same period, there were a lot of cleansing rituals in Asia and India. And of course, um, the Greeks and the Romans really were the key to making these types of bathing houses uh, popular. Mm-hmm. So ancient Romans, they used their public baths as social hubs. Men would go there. Only men would mm-hmm. go. Most of these things I'm going to talk about is 
mostly men. Yeah. All men. Yeah. Yeah. They would, men would go there and they would conduct business. They would mm-hmm. read. They would listen to poetry. They would first start with a, it was like, this was their ritual. They would start with a workout. And then they would, after their workout, they would be anointed in oil head to toe. Then they would start with a cold plunge and move into progressively hotter um, water Mm -hmm. before they got to the final stage, which was like a super hot soak in like a really hot um, bath. Mm -hmm. Then an assistant would come, dry them and dress them. They brought um, their bathing rituals wherever they went. They conquered, you know, the Romans conquered, yeah, like all of huge expansive of, the, of Europe. I mean, yeah. So they took their their bathing rituals everywhere they went with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the places that they took it was to Turkey, mm-hmm. and the Turk the Turkish have something they called a hammam. And it did come from the Roman bathing rituals. They did include some of the uh, elements, which things like the progressively hotter baths. Mm -hmm. They liked that part and the socialization part of it. They liked that. But they also used this hammam as a cleansing ritual before Islamic prayer services. Hmm, There are a lot of hammams still in Turkey today. Mm-hmm. And they're still welcoming bathers to this day. Nice. In Native American cultures, they used sweat lodges. And these are considered a sacred space and considered sacred rituals. Each tribe has their own customs um, in what they call in the sweat. But it usually takes place in a dome or like an oblong structure, mm-hmm. which is covered with animal hides or blankets. And they have a firekeeper who places hot stones in the middle, in the ground, and they pour water to create steam. Yeah. They also would smoke sweet grass or tobacco inside these lodges. And most of them reached roughly 100 degrees. And in these Native American sweat lodges, they... They encourage wearing robes or towels. Modesty is kind of like appreciated. Yeah. Which is different from the Roman type of. Uh, yeah, there was no modesty in the Roman mm-hmm. bathhouses. There were mm-hmm. often orgies in the Roman mm-hmm. bathhouses. Nowadays, <laughs> if you say bathhouse, most people you think, think of a, yeah, like a sexy time. Yeah, sexy, sexy place. In um, Temescal, they have they have a similar to the Native American sweat lodges. It's a spiritual practice. It's used for purification and reflection. They shaped their structure sort of like a womb, and it's supposed to symbolize transition. In these um, Mexican. Rituals, they would rub mud or aloe or herbs during the ceremony all over their body. And after you, after it's over, you're covered in mud. So you kind of just take a quick dip in a nearby water source. Okay. In Russia, Russians, um, they take everything. They're like real passionate about everything they do. Real go-getters. Yeah, I love it. They don't <laughs> they don't sit around. Like they they're here to take it. They're so they have what's called a banya. They start with a sauna and the mm-hmm. sauna reaches about 200 degrees. This is Fahrenheit. All these degrees mm-hmm. are in Fahrenheit if you are listening from anywhere else other than America. Um and in these banyas it gets so hot that they have to wear protective um, head, like hats, to oh. keep them from overheating. Then they go outside and they take a dip in the frozen lake or mm-hmm. roll around in the snow. Mm-hmm. Although there are some modern banyas that replace like the icy lake with a just a really cold pool, Ice depending, path. yeah, depending on where you are. And they have another interesting tradition called the plaza. 
This is a circulation ritual that takes place before, after you come out of the sauna, but before you go into the cold soaking. Mm-hmm. You roughly scrub white oak or eucalyptus leaves all over your body. And this is said to improve skin tone and detoxify hmm. your body. And the banya, again, is used as a traditionally male bonding experience. And in these banyas, eating meat and downing shots of vodka is not an unusual occurrence. Yeah. I think Anthony Bourdain did this in one of his episodes. Oh, probably. I could it's definitely see him doing that. Yeah. So on the other end... Of the spectrum, we have the Japanese tradition of hot spring mineral baths. Mm-hmm. So different springs have different minerals and they are each used for specific therapeutic needs or benefits. Yeah. So depending on what you are looking for, they would kind of prescribe you different baths. Okay. You know, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you have, you have a rash, go in this one. You have my arm, my muscles hurt. You go into that one. Kind of different things. Mm -hmm. So then we have something called the Adaka no Sukai Sukai, or Naked Communion. So uh, these Japanese baths, they have um, certain areas where they encourage you to be naked, Mm. and certain areas where they it's kind of optional. Yeah. And Korean spas are like this as well. Like modern mm-hmm. day Korean spas. Certain areas are clothing optional. Certain areas are uh, nudity, nudity mandatory. Yeah. Um, the Japanese believed that this sort of physical intimacy of being naked around other people brought emotional bonding and goodwill. And they spent a lot of time soaking in these tubs with other men sort of to bring that bonding to each other. Yeah. So bathing fell out of fashion in the European countries um, because of the spread of diseases. Mm-hmm. And by the time the by the time the European the Europeans arrived in the Americas, they believed that merely changing their underwear was enough. That that it's was not, clean enough. They're like, this enough. is fine. Nope. There is some evidence that Native American indigenous people tried to convince the settlers or the colonizers that, no, you should be taking a bath. But, of course, they didn't listen. No. Um, it was the whole modesty thing. Like, you're not even supposed to just get naked with your family. Like, true. to take a bath. Like True. Yeah, and they and, and then the other on the uh, the other belief was that they thought that submerging their body in water would weaken their immune system. Oh, so so then the by the mid nineteenth century, uh, with the rise of cholera, the um ba- the thinking behind bathing kind of changed, and the reason one of the big reasons was that water started becoming treated. They started having water treatment. They started having sewage management. Um, Indoor plumbing was more common and more advanced. Mm -hmm. So they started thinking about a little different. It was just kind of easier. Like you said, the the notions behind modesty were a little different. And it kind of became kind of a thing to do again. And nowadays, bathing is seen more as like a luxury yeah, um, self-care has more significance, I think, than probably most any other time in I our history. So. I agree. So I thought those were interesting, some bathhouses around the world. So we're going to talk about benefits of bathing next, scientific benefits. Hmm. like actual scientific studies. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. Okay. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. 
That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better. H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell and we're back we're back welcome back so we're talking about bathing we talked a little bit about different traditions around the world and now we're talking about the benefits of bathing so science science friend, science has shown there are significant benefits not just physically but mentally to bathing in warm water. So in 2018, there was a study out of Japan and they recorded that regular submersion in 100 degree Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius, I wrote it down this time, <laughs> water has a significant benefits to reduce fatigue, pain, stress. It improves skin condition and just overall feelings of general well-being. They took two groups, they, one who showered regularly and one who bathed regularly over the period of two weeks. Okay? Then they had the, the group swap so that the bathers became the showers and vice versa. And every time the bathers reported better outcomes than the ones who were showers. Hmm. So they That's researched so the... Like- you're in a shower quick, you know? Right. right. You're just getting, you're just in there to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. The researchers, um, they hypothesize that the general improvement of the mood and the physical state states came from improved blood flow thanks to that warm water. So improved blood flow helps increase the metabolic waste elimination. I copy pasted that. That's okay. Sounds good. And the study concluded that bathing for even just 10 minutes a day in warm water can improve symptoms associated with depression, anxiety, stress, and improve your overall overall well-being. Too bad I can't fit in my bathtub. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Not that I'm like, well, two reasons. One, I'm a whale, which is ironic. You're a pregnant person. Water. Yeah. And two... Our house is an older house and the bathtubs are small. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very tall person. Um, so even when I was like at my thinnest, I could still never fit in the bath because yeah. I'm almost six feet tall. It's just not going to happen. No. Those baths are made for little skinny. I have so people. many like bath bombs and like salts yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, why do I keep buying these? <laughs> I do too because I, I love I love bath bombs. I think they're so cute. But, love them. I love mm -hmm. the ones that like rings come in. <laughs> yeah, or stones. Yeah, the one that we got for our um, not this last huge giveaway, but the one before, like freaking what pre quarantine giveaway, mm -hmm. the, like I think moon so. one with like yeah. the crystal inside, it's still wrapped. Yeah, we can do that. My bathtub is too freaking small. Same. 
Same. Okay, so there was another study done just last year that showed increased blood flow reduces blood pressure and could lower incidence of heart disease and even strokes. Oh, so more reason to sit in warm water. So warm water, of course, also has um, psychological benefits as well. I wrote physiological. That must have been like an autocorrect or something because I've never used that word before in my life. Um, So first of all, it's an opportunity for you to slow down. Mm -hmm. You have to sit. Like Jess said, you get in the shower. You kind of just quickly get in and out do what you got to do. Unless it's like... If you're the kind of person who, like, shaves, unless it's one of those days where mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to wash my hair and shave everything. Um, most of the time I'm in and out of the shower, like, in a couple minutes, like five yes. minutes. Yeah. Unless I'm having a day. If I'm having one of those days, I'll sit yeah. in my shower. I don't yeah. care. I'll sit down. <laughs> I'll be in there for 45 minutes. I have so much hair that it just... Yeah, it always takes me a minute, even more so now. True. Yeah, but I don't wash my hair every time I get in the shower, though. Oh no, I literally no. Like once a week, women literally cannot wash their hair every day. You shouldn't wash your hair every every time. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have that time to slow down. You have some alone time, Mm -hmm. quiet time. You can unplug from your devices because you probably shouldn't be using your devices in water. Um, and you just kind of have a little getaway for a little while. Mm-hmm. There was a 2018 German study that showed improvements in symptoms of depression after they had 45 people who were diagnosed with clinical depression. They followed them for a period of eight weeks, and they had half of them spend 30 minutes per day soaking in 104-degree water. Oh. And they showed an improvement in their symptoms compared to those who were given an aerobic exercise routine. They had to do 45 minutes of aerobic exercise twice a week. And they showed that the bathers kind of had just a general, uh, some relief in their symptoms. That's nice. So it's only 45 people. It's not a huge sample. But but yeah, I think it's uh, worth noting. Yeah. So I, so those are the scientific benefits. Um, <laughs> I wrote down, I kind of kept coming across these like little, like s- not strange, but like interesting or like quirky things throughout history that I just wanted to write down because I thought they were fun. Mm-hmm. So here's just a couple little things. So Marie Antoinette, she used to bathe in her dressing gown because mm-hmm. she was very modest and she didn't want anybody looking at her. Interesting. And because she was um, who she was, she she didn't take a bath. She was bathed. Oh, yeah. So yes. it's not like she could just get in a tub naked by herself. Like, she yeah. had all these ladies around her. So oh, she yes. stayed in her dressing gown. She bathed in her dressing gown. The ancient Greeks and Romans used to mix crocodile dung in their mud baths because they believed it had anti-aging and toning purposes. Probably. Yeah, probably. Gross. Cleopatra was said to have regular milk, rose, and honey baths. Um, The milk was donkey's milk, and they let it go a little bit sour because they wanted the lactic acid to build up, and Mm -hmm. that was said to have anti-aging properties cool as well and she was said to be extremely beautiful so Mm -hmm. maybe she was on something maybe it worked king louis the 14th and queen isabella of spain were both said to only have bathed twice in their lifetimes isabella of spain said she said this herself that she was only bathed on the date of her birth and then again on her wedding day and that was it gross (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, many people in the third century believed washing to be dangerous and they would often consult astrologers um, for the most auspicious time to take a bath I think that's 13th century not 3rd century no Um, probably not 
So they wouldn't be like, hey, like, is it okay to take a bath today? Yeah. Yes or no. Bathing was also discouraged during the Black Death because physicians thought that bathing would open up the pores of the skin, which it does, and make it easier for sickness to enter the body. Yeah, but then they, they did half, right? think... Well, they thought that the plague was spread through the scent. Mm. The really, well, we like them now, the masks, you know, the... Plague doctor masks. The plague doctor masks. They thought yeah. the scent was... No, hold on. They thought the sickness was spread <laughs> through scent. <laughs> um, so that's why they would cover, like, the bodies. And, like, they would burn them. They would cover them in fabric, put flowers, um, whatnot. Is that so, what, like, the pocket you're on the roof? Yeah, thing? that's where the song comes from. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, there are airborne illnesses, you know, we're living through one right now. So I think you, um, you could have gotten the plague by someone sneezing or being close to you, just like coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, it was also spread through like everything else, just like coronavirus. Yeah. (laughs) Literally anything. That's why you wear a mask. Yeah. Please wear a mask. Please wear a double mask. Please bathe. Please bathe. <laughs> if you're not going to wear a mask, at least bathe. Um, I like to tour castles. Mm-hmm. And when we were in Ireland, I might have told this story before, but when we were okay. in Ireland, we were at, uh, I think it was the Ross Castle, and we did a tour, and um, wonderful tour guide, and she explained how there was like these slants where you would use the restroom, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like a trough. And mm-hmm. there was like a thin rectangle hole on the other side of the trough between the trough and the wall. And that hole went straight down and down to the ground. It's a couple stories high, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where they would hang all their heavy garments overnight because you would only have like maybe one or two dresses. Mm-hmm. And this is even for like royalty, right? Okay. Lords and ladies. You would really only have like one or two dresses and then you might have like one or two under garment stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're switching those out, you would hang them over the toilet troughs because okay. the ammonia that came up would kill all the bugs oh. in the clothing. And then you would only bathe maybe once a month or every other month. Mm. In like the lake or the river or something, because just like you said, it was deemed better to not bathe to build up all of that goop. Mm. There are still some people who think that it's um, not sanitary in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think we've come that far. With <laughs> some of the people I've seen over this last year, but interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think you did tell that, but still. I don't remember. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. Um, so those are just some weird things that I found. That yeah. Interesting, you know. Yeah. So now we know about baths, bathing, ritual baths. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about um, how to prepare one for yourself. So Excellent. ritual bathing is incredibly individual incredibly customizable um there are a lot of different crystals herbs um flowers oils anything you can use depending on what your situation is yeah so these are just a few tips um obviously i didn't i'm not going to give you everything but if you say you are Looking for a specific outcome, you can definitely Google, you know, what specifically to use. Mm -hmm. But here's a few things. So, first of all, don't do this in a hurry. Do this on a day where you can um, dedicate your time, where you're not going to be worried about um, what time is it, or, oh, I have, I'm waiting for that phone call. You know, I'm, um, the kids have to, go to soccer, you know, whatever. This is this is like a, you're taking time out of your day. You're turning your phone off, park the kids in front of YouTube, you know, tell your partner to leave you alone. You're busy, okay? Like, yes. this is what you're doing for the rest of the night. You want to, if you can, take a 
quick shower first. Mm-hmm. Ritual bathing is not for cleansing your body. It's for your energy and for your soul and for, you know, your chakras. So yeah. if if you, this is if this is after a long day or if you haven't showered that day, just take a quick shower. It doesn't have to be anything. Just quick two-minute shower. Rinse mm-hmm. yourself off. You want to clean your space, not just you want to make sure your bathtub is clean. If you're like me yeah. and you don't clean your bathtub, <laughs> you don't really want to sit in that. <laughs> I usually, um, when I would take a bath, I would like quickly clean the bathtub then yeah. set everything up. Yeah, exactly. Same. You want to make sure that your bathtub is clean. You also want to make sure your bathroom is clean because mm-hmm. you want the space to just be, you want like a blank slate. Yeah. You don't want to have, you don't want to sit in your tub and look over and see the empty toilet paper roll and be like, oh, I have to do that. Or yeah. see. if you're like me, my cat freaking loves my bathroom. I don't know what it is. She will, <laughs> I literally had to get, I had to get childproof locks on to put in my bathroom because she would go into all of the cabinets and take everything out. Oh, no. Like she would shred my toilet paper she takes all the q-tips out of the drawer and spreads them everywhere she doesn't even play with them she just takes them out she so i i never even had to i never even had to baby proof when i had a baby this is the first time (laughs) i ever had to buy baby proofing things for the cat yeah so if you're like me you have stuff all over your bathroom floor all the time because of your cat or your kid or just because you're a messy person which i am so just kind of clean as much as you can Um, you don't have to do a deep clean, just kind of put stuff away, you know, nothing to distract you. Yeah. You want to fill the tub with hot, but comfortable water, depending on what that is for you. That 104 degree thing came up a lot. That seems to be like the magic number, but I don't know what 104 degree water feels like. So (laughs) I just go with (laughs) whatever you can stand, (laughs) whatever's comfortable for you. Um, while your bathtub is filling, you get all your stuff together. You can light a candle, light some incense, put some music on, something that will, anything that will keep you in a relaxed state of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a few things you can add to your bath. If you're looking for cleansing, these are a couple of things you can use. You can use salt. You want to make sure it's Epsom salt. Uh, which is pretty cheap. You can get that at the dollar store. Yeah. Uh, natural sea salt, which I've also seen at the dollar store, or pink Himalayan salt, which I think I've also seen at the dollar store. They you also don't have it pretty cheap at like, um, if you're comfortable going into those right now, the like Ross, TJ Maxx, Home right. Goods, uh-huh. they always have it at those for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. True. Um, you don't want to use table salt because table salt has been refined and iodized and it mm-hmm. doesn't have the same um, no. the same like mineral benefits. Yeah. You want to just use like two or three handfuls and that'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. You also can use baking soda. It's natural cleanser. It has a lot of benefits um, physically and energetically. Just be careful with baking soda. If you add too much too quickly it will overflow your bathtub. (laughs) So just be careful with that. You can just use like anything between like half a cup and two cups like should be fine. And it just makes it, it makes it fizzy and it's not, um, it's natural, it's non-toxic. So it's not going to harm you. You can also use something like um, bath salts. I bought these bath salts a while ago when I was like attempting to take baths and they're lavender infused. Mm -hmm. It even has like pieces of dried lavender like yeah. mixed in. It smells really good. Like hibiscus. Yeah. So you can get something like that if you're looking for that. You can use, if you're looking for calming lavender again, you can buy it or you can make your own. You can even use um, essential oils. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Carnations. So you can use red and pink carnations. You boil them with honey and cocoa. So you're going to do this ahead of time, obviously. Boil them yeah. with honey and water and coconut milk. Um, and then you're going to strain the liquid to get all the carnations out. Keep the liquid and add that to the bath. And that's good for soothing a broken heart, which I thought was oh, cute. That is cute. 
because I'm, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm going through something is like when I really want to take a bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So if that's something that you're looking for, um, for self-love, you use rose water. So you can buy rose water, mm-hmm. um, buy rose um, essential oils, or you can, I have a rose bush in my front yard. So if you have a rose bush, you could grab your roses, boil the petals until all the color is drained from the petals. Then you, um, again, you strain it to keep the liquid and you use that in your bath. You can also add extra petals into the bathtub for extra Mm -hmm. aroma. And it's pretty. It's pretty and fancy. (laughs) Um, Goat's milk. So this yeah, is said that's to help, really popular. Yeah, this is said to help you turn around bad luck. Huh. And it makes the bath look cool. It's supposed to be you, really good for your skin, too. Yes, it's like super moisturizing. Um, so it's said that you should use three cups of goat milk mixed with water. It says to use holy water if you can, but not everybody believes in that. Yeah. But water, sea salt, and a handful of fresh parsley, because parsley is said to attract luck and wealth. Interesting. So you don't have to boil this. You just let it sit in a container for a few hours and then strain it, keep the liquid, and use that liquid in your bath. Huh. Sesame seeds. So sesame seeds are said to attract abundance mm-hmm. into your life. So if you're having money problems, if you're worried about money, you can soak the seeds in boiling water for an hour and then strain, keep the liquid, and use the liquid in your bath if you are having money problems or you're worried about money, which okay, who isn't? Who isn't? I was going to ask or say if you're going to take a bath with sesame seeds, like shower after those things will get everywhere. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't use the seeds. <laughs> strain them out. <laughs> Yeah, they're real tiny. So, um, You can also use ready-made kits. There are a lot of um, bath bombs, bath sets, bath mm-hmm. kits. You can buy them on Etsy. Yeah, um, support some them. small businesses. Yeah. So, yeah, support small business, support black business, um, support indigenous business. You can really find anything on Etsy or locally. Um, some places are having kind of like um, – Open air markets, kind of thing. Yeah. Go to a farmers market. Farmers Probably find market. some good scrubs. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you can definitely, if you don't want to be boiling and straining, and you know, where do I even buy goat's milk? You know, like you can buy them from someone. Buy goat's milk. Yeah, probably like Trader Joe's. QVC has its whole line of goat's milk. Goat's milk products. Oh, it's actually a really cute company. Okay. It's adorable. Jess loves QVC, you guys. <laughs> I don't really well, we we probably not very often, maybe like every couple months we might get swayed and buy like a <laughs> kitchen appliance or something. <laughs> but like such an old lady. I know. <laughs> You're so I love QVC. I don't yeah. know. I think it's calming. It is calming. I like to um I haven't watched it in a long time, but I used to like to watch it, but I've never bought anything from them. I just like can't be bothered. I think, like I just I love it at Christmas time for like, um, like faculty gifts, mm. you know, where they're like get eighteen caramel apples for this price and yeah. Easy Pay and I'm oh, like, Easy okay. Pay, Easy Pay will get you every time for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> everybody has their thing it's fine okay so once you have your bath together the way you want it you can mix and match these things you know you can add the carnations with the goat's milk or the say you have a broken heart and you're worried about money sesame seeds and carnation you know you can mix and match it doesn't have to be all or nothing yeah um once you're in the bath take this time to uh, meditate or pray or manifest to journey, whatever you usually do, what works for you. You want to release anything that you no longer wish to carry with you. You want to be open and honest 
with not only with yourself, but with the universe. You know, you want to trust that you're being heard, ask for what you need, speak whatever you need, even if it's in your head, but just really take this time to, to really release and to ask and to be vulnerable and honest with yourself. Take the time, feel the warmth of the water, feel the warmth of the universe, just kind of spend that time. It's, this is the time for you, you know, spend that Mm -hmm. time asking for what you need. I feel like asking for help is really hard sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. And if you're alone in this tub and you set it for what you need, this is your time. Like this is you time, self-care. What do you need? What do you need to, even if you just need to say something out loud, just say it, release whatever you need Mm -hmm. and take as much time as you need to do all that. Yeah. You can do it at the beginning. You can do it at the end. If you got to cry, you can cry. You got to go under the water and scream, (laughs) do that, you know, whatever it takes. This is your time to kind of get it all out. You want to try to spend at least 20 minutes in the, in the water. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it depends on your tub or how big it is. Um, The water might get cold. Like eventually the water gets cold. Whenever I take baths, I always just kind of let some water out and add more warm water. Mm -hmm. You can definitely do that. Depends on the time of year too. Yeah, true. So you can spend as much time as you need, but try to at least spend that 20 minutes in there. So whenever you're done with all of your bathing and you're ready to get out, you want to try, if possible, not to take a shower for at least 24 hours to kind of get the full effect of everything. Mm -hmm. The ritual bathing should be done only like once or twice a month. You kind of want to give give things a chance to manifest and to come to fruition. You know, the things that you were manifesting or the intentions you were setting, you have to give them time to kind of, you know, happen. (laughs) Yeah. So you can, I mean, you can bathe every day, you know, if you want, but I think this sort of like involved spiritual bathing should only be done a couple times a month. Yeah. You know, you could do it um, on the full moon, on the new moon, kind of, you know, make it a a thing you do. You don't want to do these kinds of baths like once a week even maybe or a couple times Mm -hmm. a week just because everyone has a very delicate pH balance. And um, being nude in a bathtub with lots of different things in there can mess that up. So, (laughs) yeah. Be mindful. Yeah. Especially if you're a person who has a vagina. Yes. Yes. That could. That's true. I didn't think about that. Um, So when you're done, you're getting out of the shower, you're all dried off. You want to kind of treat your skin so that you keep it, um, you know, like uh, what is what is her? uh, Heidi in closet from keep it soft and supple. You know, you gotta <laughs> apply some moisturizer to your skin. Which yeah. in this research, I saw moisturizer predates the wheel. Yeah, it goes back to the Mesolithic era, which mm. was ten thousand years ago. It's a long time. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, which makes sense because they didn't really have. Um, I mean, they had to keep their skin in good condition. You know, you don't yes. want cracks and it was a barrier. bleeding. And mm-hmm. It's not like they had Band-Aids they could just slap on. No. So we don't use our skin the same way. Right. Yeah. It, it had been used before. Yeah. So um, ancient people all over the world use different things. Like people in Latin America or Mexico, they used avocado or palm oil. Native Americans used animal fat. And Hera was said to anoint herself in olive oil before she seduced Zeus. Mm, so. Slippery. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Kinky. Slippery. It is Valentine's Day. <laughs> there you go. There's some olive oil in there. Break out the olive oil. <laughs> I don't know if that's healthy, so <laughs> do your research first. Although, I'm sure it's fine. Anyway, uh, just take, take the time to take care of your skin so that 
you're, you can reap all the benefits of everything you've been doing. Yeah. So if you don't have a bathtub, so you don't have a bathtub in your home or your apartment, um, there are other ways that you can kind of do things like this. You could use a f- essential oils in your shower. You mm-hmm. just want to make sure. Um, so you, what you would do is you would turn on the shower so that it, um, the steam starts coming. Then you can add a few drops to like the floor. Yeah. Kind of bring the steam up. You mm-hmm. just want to be careful when you get in that you don't slip. Yeah. And you want to be careful that whatever oils that you're using are not going to irritate your lungs. Some of the yes. essential some oils are irritating when aerosolized in the steam. Yeah. So kind of do your research on that too. Mm-hmm. Another alternative I saw with a foot bath, which mm. is like anybody can buy a foot bath. Mm. You know, you can kind of use the same ingredients. You can use the goat's milk or the roses or the sesame. You know, and then you just put them, take a nice relaxing shower. And then when you're out, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're out, then you just enjoy a nice relaxing foot bath. Nice. That's kind of genius when I saw that. It is. Like, yeah. You can buy a foot bath. You could probably even buy like go to a, a yard sale. People are always selling those things for like for five real. bucks. You know? Yeah. Go to thrift stores. You can buy a brand new one. I, don't, I obviously, I, I honestly have no idea how much they cost, but you know. Yeah. Be done. Also, if depending on where you live, there all over the world really there are natural hot springs that you mm-hmm. could visit yeah um as long as you know you're being safe covid safe or even after covid passes there's spas you can even um go to a fancy hotel or even just like a motel one time i stayed in like a motel six and it was like a huge bathtub like (laughs) in the (laughs) in the room with the with the bed (laughs) yeah but you know some hotels have like really big soaking tubs they do if you do it once a month, like a Motel 6 costs, what, like 60 bucks? Yeah. Maybe you can save up your money. You and a friend could do it. You know, I don't know. Whatever you got to do. Here in Southern California, we have, what is that place called? Here in Southern California, we have the Glen Ivy Hot Springs. And uh-huh. it's it's like a fancy spa. It costs like 50 bucks for the day to go in. Yeah. Um, but they have... I went once with like some teachers at school. We went like over, it was like a Christmas break or something. So we went and it's really cool. Actually, they have like these really, well, they have like big lap pools and then they have like little, like, like soaking pools. And some of them are warmer. Some of them are hotter. They have the actual hot springs. They smell like rotten eggs. Like they smell yeah, the bad. Sulfur. Yeah. But your skin feels so good afterwards. And they have those hot and cold baths. Like one bath is like a hundred and something degrees and the other one is like 60 degrees. And you're supposed yeah. to go like back and forth, back and forth. And um, it's pretty fun, actually. We should go. The yeah, the hot and I cold is it. really good for cell regeneration. Yeah, something like that. In your body and in your skin. Yeah. And it's, um, it's kind of a fun challenge, too. Because the hot is really hot and the cold is really cold. But it's like once you go from one to the other, um, you kind of become numb to both. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of going back and forth. So I don't know if your body like goes into shock or whatever, but I like it. And I think after COVID, I will take a trip there because it's really fun. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. It's just a nice relaxing day. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. But yeah, that's ritual baths, ritual bathing, bathing in general. Nice. Yeah. And you can definitely, if you uh, don't have a lot of means right now, which a lot of people don't, you can use very inexpensive ingredients. Yeah. You can literally just sit in a tub of water and set intentions. Like, you don't have to use any of this, really. No. It can become a ritual on its own. Very true. Do what you want to do. Do what you can and uh, just be careful getting in and out <laughs> so you don't fall. Make sure somebody knows you're in the tub. 
I say that because I'm an old lady now <laughs> and I'm afraid of falling in the falling tub all the, the time. Tub. But yeah, that was fantastic. And I really want to take a bath. And now I think I'm going to try because really- pregnant women are allowed. Obviously, they're allowed to take a bath. What are they going to do? <laughs> but like, you're supposed to keep the water um, like closer to body temperature. Right. Like not really have it go over 100 or something like that. Just yeah. You don't want to. It's not a turkey. You don't want to cook them. Um, Boil your baby. Yeah. So maybe I'll try. I don't know if it's worth the effort. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe something I should have done a couple months ago instead of at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Uh, You can bathe after too. True. Yeah. I really want to take a bath now, but I know. We'll see what happens. We really like to get, like, whenever we go to a farmer's market and they have it available, we like to get the eucalyptus, the circle Mm. eucalyptus, and just get, like, some branches and you hang Mm -hmm. it in your shower. It lasts a couple Mm days. It's nice. so nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys learned something. And if you're lucky enough to have a big bathtub in your house, like, I hope you're using that thing. Use it for me. Yeah. Use it for us because... We are. We envy you. Envy you. We want mm. a bathtub. I don't know if it's like a, an American thing with the little tiny bathtubs. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's but, annoying. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you, you so all, much. Be careful out there. Wear a mask. Yeah. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated when you can. Yes, please. Please do. If you're able, willing and, and able. Yeah. And uh, be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be.